Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Give me just one minute because I am still initiating the live stream for Facebook. By the way, guys, if you are interested in actually seeing what I look like when I talk, feel free to check out Radio St. George Facebook page or Radio St. George YouTube page because we live stream these episodes every single week if I'm actually here in the studio, which is most of the time. So I'm happy to be here with you today. I missed the last couple of weeks, partly because I was out of town and had a couple other things going on. And luckily for me, this is a very flexible gig and I'm able to put in a rerun out now and then when we need to. Also, guys, I've been doing this. I've been here on Monday afternoons at 4.30, most Monday afternoons for over two years. Is that kind of crazy? And we've talked about a lot of things. I think a lot of things we've talked about over and over and over because we just go over those things again and again. And, but we talk about them in roundabout ways. And I hope that what I'm doing is giving you some kind of idea about different ways to see your life. I'm not asking you to change your life. I'm not asking you to change your thinking. I'm asking you to consider new things. That's all. Today, I want to talk to you about self-evaluation. This can be scary because when we evaluate ourselves, we often find things about ourselves that we don't love, things that we kind of know we need to fix, but yet we hesitate to fix these things because in order to fix these things, we would have to admit that there's something wrong with ourselves And that can be really hard to do. Jumping back to what I've been talking about the last couple weeks, your physicality, emotionality, and spirituality are tightly connected. All three of those are tightly bonded. And one way that you can see that is when your spirit has needs, that often expresses itself physically which means like if you really have things you need to let go of, your hands might be in pain. If, if it's time for you to make a move or a change in your life, literally your knees, feet, or hips might be in pain because they're nudging you to move. I've had that experience when my knees or my hips were in pain and it was in those situations I can look back and recognize the lesson that I needed to learn and how I needed to move forward in my life at that time. And when I did, the pain went away. I was also thinking about my headaches because I used to have headaches a lot. I never left the house without Excedrin. It was, I had an extra bottle in my car. I had an extra bottle in my bag. I had an extra bottle in my desk at work because I never knew when it was going to come on. It was a daily thing. I was probably taking Excedrin two to five days a week to keep my headaches gone. And over the last few years, my headaches have almost completely gone away. They were bad, like migraine quality, to where I had to lay in a dark room and and cover my eyes and I might vomit because my headaches were so bad. And now I get one, maybe two a month. And as long as I recognize it right away and drink some water and take one Excedrin instead of two or four or six like I used to take in a day, it's gone. So I was asking myself, what is different? What changed in me 
that helped my headaches go away? What was the difference that I made? What lesson did I learn, whether I realized it or not, that allowed my headaches to subside? And you guys can have whatever opinion you want about this whole idea. But as I look back, the major difference that I've made in the last few years that I think made an impact on my thoughts or on my head was literally I changed my thoughts and I started thinking for myself. Now, is that why I had headaches and they went away is because I used to not think for myself and now that I do, who knows? It's very difficult to have a black and white answer for that. But the pains and feelings that we experience in our body are signs from our spirit telling us that there's something we need to do differently. And I now at this point in time believe that the years and years of headaches that I had were years and years that I was not thinking for myself. Now I didn't have them 24-7 because I clearly did some self-thought along the way. But in the last few years, my independent thought has improved quite a bit. I'm doing much more independent thought than I was a few years ago. And evaluating this, one of the things that I've made a big difference in is the brules in my life. And we've talked about brules. They stand for bullcrap rules. That's a term that comes from Vishen Lakhiani, but he doesn't say bullcrap, but we're on the radio in St. George, so I'm not saying the other one. Also, just call it brules. These are rules that society has told you that you should follow, but that maybe aren't actually the best for you. And one of the biggest things that I did over the last few years was I started evaluating what rules I was following. What things was I doing because someone else told me that I should, and not because it actually was better for me, not because it actually served me, but because someone else said I should. Okay, think for like five seconds, and I guarantee you can come up with something that you've done today that didn't serve you whatsoever, but you did it because somebody else said you should. Now, some of these things we know aren't serving us. However, they do serve society, and we still need to have a greater-than-us perspective when we're thinking about the world that we live in. So, for example, no opinion, judgment whatsoever on this, just a good example. You may decide that it's unnecessary for you to wear a mask because you don't like the politics, you don't think you're at risk, yada, yada. Whatever your reason is, I support that. However, the society that we are in culturally is, has created an expectation of wearing masks. So in this situation, even though you might feel it's a personal brule that it's crap for you, however, because the society is greater than the self, we make sacrifices in that way to suit the society. So there are times that there's a personal brule that we still follow for the sake of the culture that we live in and the people that we live around. One example of that, for example, might be cursing. Like I can't say what Vishen Lakhiani calls brules because I'm on the radio. This is also called the skill of generalization, that in some times and places, I don't say bad words. When I'm at work, I don't say bad words unless I'm maybe just talking to a coworker. When I'm at home in my house with my family, and by the way, all my family are, are legal adults, I say bad words at my own house. 
because that is a societal rule that I follow when I'm in, in society. Personally, I feel that choosing the words that I use should be entirely up to me, especially in the comfort of my own home around other people who are comfortable with those same words. However, because I live in a society that has expectations, I don't say those words either on the radio or in public around people who I know will be offended by those rules. There are still, though, many rules that I have found in my life, and I'm still finding them, of rules that I followed because someone else told me to. And some of this was things like, don't say that word in this place. And some of it was, this is how you should frame your entire life. One of the biggest things that I've had to do, the journey I've been on over the last four or five years, has been reformulating my life according to how I want to live it, according to how I feel is beneficial for me in ways that I feel will serve my life and allow me to serve others, and yet not following silly rules that have never truly served me. And I can look now, because I'm in my 40s, and I can look back at the last four decades and see things that I've done that were very beneficial, very helpful, that I'm grateful I did, and I intend to continue doing. I can also look at some of those things and, and recognize that even though that is something that I basically based my entire life on, I did that because someone else said I should, not because it was the right thing for me. And perhaps it served a purpose. Perhaps I did create or receive benefit from that behavior, from that action, from that choice. But now that I'm looking at it through my own eyes, now that I'm using my own thoughts and my own intuition and my own guidance to create the life that I live, I don't have to do that anymore. And sometimes that's pretty difficult because changing the foundation of a life that I lived for four decades isn't easy. And there's, there's some pain, some stress, and, and some growing pains that come along with that. However, it's worth it because living the life that I choose is way better than living a life someone else told me to live. Does that mean I'm there? No. It, but it means that I've made tremendous strides in the last few years. And I encourage you to also evaluate your life. I'm not saying you need to change the entire foundation that your life was built on. Maybe you don't need to. Maybe the foundations that you started with are still excellent. And, you know, maybe for me, some of the foundations I started with served me for many years, but no longer serve me now. And that's okay, too. Just because I or you made a choice 10 years, 20 years, 35 years ago, if that choice served us then and doesn't serve us now, it's okay to change your mind. If you've been an accountant for 20 years and it served you, but now you hate it and you want something different, go do something different. You are the only person who can decide how your life should be lived. Other people can give guidance. Other people can give support, but only you can truly make those decisions for yourself. And you do that with your own thought, but also by listening to your guidance, 
listening to the spirit or the intuition, whatever name you call it, that speaks to you. Because there is no other thing that anyone else can tell you that is going to be less true or more true than what your guidance and intuition tells you yourself. Remember, Shel Silverstein says, no preacher, teacher, parent, friend, or wise man can decide what's right for you. Just listen to the voice that speaks inside. So I'm not making the up. Shel Silverstein was talking about this voice before I was even born. So when you're making evaluations and assessments for what things you want in your life, you got to listen to your own self, to your spirit. You got to hear what resonates. When someone says, maybe you should do this, you're going to notice things that resonate with you and things that don't resonate with you. Here's, for example, some of the ways that I knew I was following rules in my life was because there were things that I did on a daily or weekly or monthly basis that I hated doing. I hated doing those things, but I was told that that was the best thing for me, that that was right for me, that those were the best ways I could spend my time. Guys, I don't care how grandiose the activity is. If you hate it every minute that you're doing it, you're not getting a lot of benefit from it. And if you're doing something in your life that you hate doing, but you're doing it because somebody said you're supposed to, maybe you should evaluate that. And when someone gives you advice or or anything, listen inside. Check for that resonance. You have it always, all the time, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what words you said today in what area, whether you wore a mask or not, you have access to that higher self. You have access to the spirit that speaks to you constantly. It doesn't care if you sat in an uncomfortable wooden bench on Sunday. It really doesn't. It cares if you are living the life that is bringing you love and allowing you to share love with other people. That's what that voice cares about. And I, again, like always, I don't ask you to take it from me. I don't ask you to believe it just because I said it. I'm encouraging you as I say these words right now, listen to yourself, listen to your heart. Is there something resonating when I say these things, even the things that sound crazy, is there something inside you that warms up a little bit? Is there something inside you that creates more curiosity about that idea or that topic? That's resonance. That is your higher self speaking to you. Listen for that. A lot of people believe in it, but don't believe that they have access to it. A lot of people know that Other people get guidance, but they don't believe that they can. My friends, you, right now, this moment, have access to guidance. I don't care who you are. I don't care what religion you got baptized in or if you never did. You have access to that guidance. That guidance will help you more than any other person on earth to make your decisions that are right for you. Now, I originally planned for this whole episode to be talking about self-evaluation, and that's kind of what we're doing. Anything that you are doing in your life, if it's making you unhappy, 
consider deeply if it's something that you really should consider or if you really should continue to do. Also, you do have to consider the people around you. You have a family, you have a culture, you have a society that you are a part of, and you do need to be a positive participatory part in that society. But there's a lot of things that you can change in your life that would actually bring you more love into your life that would allow you to give more love back into society. So first of all, check for rules. What things are you doing that you are only doing because somebody told you to? What things are you doing because someone else said, hey, this will help, but you've never actually found benefit from that? It could be as simple as a vitamin that somebody said, hey, take this vitamin every day. Are you getting any benefit from that? Is there any difference in your life because of that? If so, then by all means, keep taking that vitamin. And if it's not, then consider if it's worth taking. Maybe it's worth the money and the time that it takes. If so, cool. If not, you decide for yourself if that's something that you want to consider doing and continue doing. Now, here's where this gets scary. It gets scary when the rules that you're recognizing are rules are one, either huge things that are very difficult to change in your life, or two, in doing that, you have to acknowledge some culpability. You have to say, oh crap, I was doing that stupid thing. How is it that I did that for 20 years and never realized that it was not helping me at all? How is it that I did that for 20 years and didn't realize the damage it was causing to the people around me? When you're truly evaluating your life and how you want it to be better, you're going to find some of those things. You're going to have some of those things where it's hard to face because facing it means that you have to admit that you did it. And maybe that doesn't mean you need to go pay someone back $100,000 or anything. It just means that there's a pattern in your life that once you acknowledge it, might even be a little bit embarrassing to yourself that you participated in that pattern, that you didn't recognize it, that you didn't see the sign sooner, that you didn't step out of it a long time ago. And in that case, you've got to give yourself some forgiveness. I learned a a really great trick, actually. In fact, this came from an amazing QHHT session, that's quantum healing hypnosis technique session that I did with a client a few weeks ago, where he asked his higher self within the session, how can he be easier on himself? Because he always, he's beating himself up in his mind all the time. How can he be easier on himself? And I don't think he'll mind me sharing this. His higher self said, see yourself as a child. Imagine that you are a five-year-old boy. And imagine that you are a little kid who doesn't know better. Because when you think about it from the eternal perspective, we are little kids who really don't know better. The few years that we have spent on this planet and the wide variety of random confusing things that people have told us about how we should live, we are children. We are infants. We don't know anything about life, the universe, and everything. I believe that the higher powers that are out there understand that. And when I say higher powers, I mean God, but I also mean the higher self that is you. They understand that. They know that you are a little kid in this universe 
and that you are going to make dis- mistakes because A, you don't know better. B, you haven't developed angelic self-control. Go figure if you're in your you're in the middle of this life and you have not yet mastered self-control, be easy on yourself. It's not that easy. The things that we're doing are hard and it's okay to give yourself a break. And it's okay to look at something that you've been doing for 20 years and go, that was a waste of time. I'm going to change that. You don't have to beat yourself up about it. If you're going to beat yourself up about it, stop for a second, close your eyes and see yourself as a little kid, little girl, little boy, and try to tell that child how much they're screwing up. Because when you look at it that way, you'll understand that that child can't screw up. That child doesn't know any better. That child is doing the absolute best with what is given to them. And that child is you. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to realize that you didn't know better or maybe you did know better. But you'll make a better choice next time. That's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness and repentance, it's not about laying down all of your sins in penance. Because there's a lot of people who acknowledge that they are doing something wrong and they might pay a penance for it in whatever way that makes sense to them, but yet they don't actually change the behavior. And that's not repentance and you cannot truly forgive yourself when you do that. And guys, here's a secret of the universe. The only person that you really need forgiveness from is yourself. That's beside the point. But it did make me lose track of where I was. You're a little kid in the universe. Forgive yourself. It's okay. Realize that you make mistakes. Realize that you are not perfect because you are not expected to be. Regardless of what else you have been told, there is no freaking way you are going to attain perfection in this lifetime. I'm sorry for ripping the rug out from underneath you right now, but please just be honest with yourself now, okay? You will not achieve perfection in this lifetime. Give yourself a freaking break. You're doing fantastic. You are doing a wonderful job. Did you screw up yesterday? That's okay, because guess what? You're going to screw up again today and again tomorrow, and every time you screw up, it's a learning opportunity. In fact, you could stop thinking of it as a screw-up and start thinking of it as a learning opportunity. But one of the hardest parts of making changes in our lives is acknowledging that if something needs changed, it's probably not working, and if that's not working, then it means that you were doing something that was pointless and kind of a failure. And that's really hard to admit to yourself. But by admitting it to yourself, seeing yourself as a little kid, forgiving yourself for that, you can now make the change and actually change your heart. Not just say, I've been making a mistake, but actually make the change within your intention, within your heart. That's what real repentance is. It's making the change so that you do something different and better now. And in that way, sometimes repentance comes in many stages because it's pretty hard to go from where you are over here to where you want to be over here. 
probably not going to get there in one big lump. Not going to get there in one big jump. You got to do it just like eating a whale, one bite at a time, one step at a time. And that means forgiving yourself for the one thing that you said so that you can forgive yourself for all of the things that you've said. Go easy on yourself, guys. Do not expect to achieve perfection in this life. Anyone who tells you that you should, anyone who puts the expectation upon you that you are intended, you are supposed to achieve perfection in this lifetime, listen closely, they're wrong. You are not supposed to be perfect. If you were supposed to be perfect, you wouldn't be here. You're here to learn. You're here to encounter lessons day by day and slowly learn how to make yourself a better person. And the main way you're going to do that is by bringing more and more love into your life. And the first person that you can start by loving is yourself. Give yourself a freaking break. You are doing a fantastic job. Go easy on yourself. You're a child in this universe. Give yourself a little bit of love. Matt Stella with The Extraordinary Talk Show. I will see you again next week. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.